I find it really interesting how many people live their lives not knowing that they're really in control, in control of their future, in control of history. So many people float along as simply a leaf on top of a river, doing whatever the river tells them to do. When the river tells them to go left, they go left. When the river tells them to go right, that's also the direction that they go. But it doesn't have to be this way. Every single person that has ever been created is in control of creating or changing history, including you. So let me say that a bit clearer. You, my friend, have the power to create or change history, but only if you choose to do so. So welcome to the Fireforge Leader Podcast, where I, Steve Baumgartner, will share lessons forged on the front lines of leadership. Today's topic comes from one of my own personal quotes, uh, and I usually don't quote myself, so this is kind of odd for me, but Bear with me, please. But I tell my teams continuously, we need to be acting upon the world. Don't let that world out there push us around. I also keep that mantra rolling around in my my mind constantly, which is simply just act upon the world, Steve. So how do you do that? Let's break that down a little bit and, uh, and talk about the framework that I use and that I try and get other people to use as well when we're talking upon about acting upon the world. And if you like acronyms, it's simple to remember. It's M-D-D-M. So the first M is mindset. You got to have your mind in the right place. Next, you got to be directionally set. Then you got to define what you're going to do and then finally move. So I want to quote Victory Frankel for a second here out of his uh, book, Men's Search for Meaning. If you haven't read about Victor, don't know about Victor, his story is absolutely amazing. And I really suggest that you look him up. So he states in this book, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances and to choose one's own way. That's a pretty powerful statement, right? You can have everything taken away from you. But the one thing, and that's choosing your own way to having your own attitude about it. So as I've mentioned before, I'm a Christian. And as a Christian, there are certain things that I believe. One of those that I I am a son of God, right? So with that belief, I also believe that I've been made to thrive and not just survive. And that I'm capable of many things. And this is just a small sampling of those but I'm capable to have a great relationship with, with the father. I'm capable of having just an extraordinary relationship with my wife. I'm capable of being highly effective and impactful father. 
and I'm definitely capable of achieving huge successes as a leader. So it doesn't matter what you believe. I'm going to tell you right now that you are more than what you give credit for. You're more than where you're at today. And you just got to get your mindset right. The next portion is direction. So some people also refer to this as vision. I like direction in this statement because you're setting out on a course, right? But really what you need to be able to do is set, be able to see yourself in a future state, right? And you also need to understand that you are capable of getting there today, right? If you start taking action, you are capable of achieving that vision no matter what it is. And also I want to be very, very clear on this direction statement that you can set something 10 years out in the future or 10 minutes into the future, but it's set in a direction either way. It's just how far are you going to march? This brings us to the definition stage, right? So now that we know where we're starting and where we're going, we can sketch out our plot or our path to get there. We need to break that down into milestones if it's a longer journey. And everybody always talks about how do you eat an elephant? Well, of course, it's one bite at a time, right? But you don't start at the rump and work toward the head and then come back to the ribs and back and forth. You chop away at it continuously in a, in a straight line. Which brings me to the last part of this framework, and that's movement. And this is the most important, right? We've all heard that a goal without a plan and movement and action is simply a wish, right? So what does that mean? We need to take intentional steps toward this vision, toward this uh, direction that we're going. We need to take action every single day to continue on this journey. When you're tied to that future inside your mind, your mindset's right. You know you can achieve it. You've got somewhere where you're going. Now we just need to move toward it, right? So let me make this very clear too, and this is something that people uh, don't understand fully that I've noticed is that if you don't have a plan, there's always someone out there who's willing and able to create one for you. And I'm going to tell you right now, you are not going to appreciate that plan as it was your own. So to, before I get into the situational part of the, this episode, I want to talk about a quote for a second that Nelson Mandela stated. He stated, vision without action is just a dream, right? So going back to the movement portion, action without vision just passes the time. And vision with action can change the world. So when we have a vision, when we have that direction of where we're going and we move, we can act upon the world in extraordinary ways. So let's talk about a couple of situations. I'm going to start off with a 
situation that, uh, you know, could happen to any one of us. But let's just state that you're the husband in a marriage. And your wife comes up and she makes you very well aware, right? These things don't ever come out. Uh, hey, you know, sitting on the couch. Hey, you know, I have this problem. It's usually a little bit more volatile than that. But let's just keep it down key for a little bit. Your wife comes up. She makes you aware that she's no longer happy in the relationship, right? She states to that you don't talk to her enough. You're not spending enough time with her. Everything else is more important. And the litany goes on, right? So let's start off with the mindset portion of this, right? And I want to I wanna make, uh, make a very clear point here that you're at a crossroads right now. You can do one of two things, but you can't sit on the fence, right? You can choose option one, which would be the easy way out, right? It's easy to sit there, get mad. You blame her for it. You can say things like, well, that insert whatever expletive that you want to here. She doesn't do her job as a wife. And that's why I don't talk to her. That's why I don't spend time with her. That's why I'm mad at her. You can say, well, she's not exactly the perfect little angel that she's pretending to be. You know, you can make all those excuses that you want inside your head. This is allowing the world to act upon you, right? Someone else has a plan for your life at this point. That's not going to be the plan that you like. Your marriage is probably going to go down the toilet. You're going to end up in divorce court, right? Or let's stop and think about it, right? And choose the right mindset. We have this choice, but we choose not to use it very often. So stop and think about it, right? She obviously feels a certain way. So it has merit. This is the person that you chose to be with throughout your whole life. So whether she's right or wrong or somewhere in the middle, you know, takes two to tango, right? It has merit. There's an issue in your marriage. And blaming her is not going to do a damn thing for you, right? So you need to look at more than just yourself and your, your hurt feelings, right? And you need, need to make the conscious decision to act upon your marriage, right? Okay, so now that we're in the right mindset, what we can do is we can set our direction. So two things that you need to know to be on any journey is, of course, where you're starting and what's the destination, right? You already know where you're starting from. Your wife made that very clear to you. So now we just need to figure out what does that destination look like? What does a happy, content, thriving marriage look like? I'm going to throw out a cautionary point in this one that I would definitely sit down and have that conversation with your wife. You know, what is it that you think that I'm doing wrong without the feelings, right? Uh, what would you like to see better? Where do we come together at? You know, th those sorts of things, just so that you can understand the problem so that you know what the good portion of that would look like out in the future. And now I would just simply sit down with your wife and reevaluate that, right? 
talk about what you understand the outcome to be so that you're on the same page because there's two people in a marriage. So really define this well. Your marriage is important. Make sure that you define it well because if you don't know where you're starting and you don't know where you're ending, let's face it, you're lost. Now we need to define, you know, put some definition around the plan. How are we going to attack? So what does that thriving marriage look like to you and your wife? You've took time to communicate. You've looked at it. You've evaluated. You've defined the problem. You know where you need to go. Let's break it down into some achievable milestones, right? Your, your marriage didn't fall apart in the day. You're not going to be able to restore your marriage in the day. You're not going to go zero to 60. But you can go zero to five and five to ten. And you can break that down into some milestones, right? So what would it look like in this example if you just carved out 10 minutes a day to sit down, hold your wife's hand, look in her eyes, and just have a conversation? No distractions. The kids are doing something else. They're playing a game. You set everything aside. No emails, no phone, no TV, no nothing. And you just look in your wife's eyes and give her 10 devoted minutes. What does that look like after 30 days, after 60 days? Right? What does it look like after a year? Now, as you're moving forward, you can add on other things, right? You can add on date nights, longer times together, weekends away. Whatever your vision looks like, you can build plans in and you can move towards that but you can't do it all at once. So break it down, define what you're going to do. Last part, movement. This is the hardest part, but this is also the integrity moment. If you don't do what you just planned out with your wife, if you don't follow through, you lose integrity. And that's the worst thing that you can do at this point. Words without actions are meaningless. This is all something that we know and feel. So we need to act upon this plan, right? Define your integrity in this, in this moment. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the workplace. And really, it's not any different in the workplace, right? The, the situation is the only thing that's different. We're going to take the same frame set or the same uh, four things, the mindset, the direction, the definition and the movement and apply it to a situation here. So let's state that you're a production supervisor of a line and no matter what you've done up to this point, you can't meet the output of the line, the stated output, you're shorting customer orders, your uh, labor efficiencies in the tank and it really just costs you more to make the product uh, because of all this. So once again, let's start off with mindset. You're at a crossroads. Once again, very easy to blame. You can blame maintenance for the downtime, right? I can't meet goal because maintenance is downtime, blah, 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 blah. We've all heard it, right? You can blame the industrial engineer for the standards that were created, right? Well, I can't meet those standards. They're too hard. You can blame the people working on the line, right? 
you guys don't work hard enough. It is absolutely impossible that we're ever going to be anything better than what we're where we are today because you guys suck. Yeah, that's a real morale booster, right? So once again, you're that leaf floating on the stream. You're allowing the river to tell you where to go. Now let's harness, let's harness that river, right? Let's ride that thing. So if you're going to act upon the world, right? If you're going to take control of that river, I would suggest a different approach. And that's first off, setting the direction after you get your mindset around it, that we're not winning the battle today, but we're going to win this damn war, right? That's how you get your mindset, right? The direction is, is where do you really need to be in a week, in a month, wherever, to be successful on this line? What is it going to take for you to be successful and every one of your employees to feel success? Now, let's paint that picture to them, right? And by the way, let's involve them in the process of, of getting this thing righted. Let's have them help us steer that ship. So this would be just a suggestion. But in this situation, personally, what I would do is I would bring the team together and basically just have a conversation with them, right? After a little bit of thought, of course. And it doesn't have to be a long one, but it goes something like this. Hey, team, I get it. We're not winning on this line today. I get it. It feels it feels crappy. I don't like not winning. You guys don't like not winning. But let me tell you, I know I got the right players on the field. We're just not winning the game, right? Which tells me that it's not your efforts. The systems in place are not the right systems that equal success, right? I see you guys out there busting your asses every day. But I'll also tell you that we have everything within our control to change our environment, tact upon the world. So what I want to do is I want to bring some teams together. And what we're going to set out for a goal is, is that within the next 30 days, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be meeting the, the goals of this line. And in 60 days, we're going to be exceeding them by 10%, which of course will get us out of weekend work so that you can spend more time with your family. Now that sets a whole different stage, right? So now we get the fun task of being able to define that, right? So in the direction stage, we gave the employees a goal to work for, right? We're going to be at goal in 30 days. We're going to be achieving more than goal in 60 days. And we're going to get out of weekend work so we can spend more time with our families. So really, what's your job now? <laughs> let me be clear. Dummy, sit your butt down. It's time to let the experts work. The experts are the people out on the line, right? The people who do this day in and day out. Get the hell out of their way. I'm sure they got ideas. So don't totally leave, but don't stand in their way either, right? So I tell people a lot of the time that my job isn't to find all the solutions. It's to facilitate solutions. It's to bring the right people together, put them in the right room with the, with the right objectives, and simply facilitate those people to solutions. They have great ideas. All you got to do is tap into them. 
So facilitate that solution. Give them the platform necessary to define the problem and come up with solutions. Next, you got to supply all the tools and resources that they need. So do they need a maintenance person on the team, right? Do they need more maintenance engagement to get over some of those hurdles? Get a maintenance person on the team. Do they need someone from R&D to help them figure out a, a better mousetrap, right? Get R&D on the phone. Do they need engineering to come in and, and look at a different way to load the machine to help it be more efficient? Do we need to tackle rework and have QA get involved? Whatever the case is, help facilitate and get those people involved. So if, if you're not allowing them to get this all the way through fruition, it's nothing more than a wish, right? So you need to help them formalize all their ideas, what makes sense to do, and get it ready to act upon, right? And then finally, this is just another point that I've noticed recently, and that's that a lot of people don't automatically take leadership roles when a leader's in the room, right? So as a leader, you have to give your authority to this team to be able to act. And it's simply nothing more than a ceremonial time period where you put a fake crown on someone's head and say, go lead, right? But it needs to happen. They need to know that they have your authority to go out and, and do these things, which brings us into the movement piece. We need to put the correct amount of energy toward getting shit done, right? We can't just leave it in the team's hands, right? We need to put it on the schedule that we're going to do these things. We're going to follow up with it and we're going to get this stuff done. We need to work that plan that we put into place. We can't allow it just to be a plan that sits out there that we take no action on. We also need to monitor the effects of what we're doing, right? We need to look at the metrics. And a lot of times when you start doing something, things improve. And sometimes they go in the wrong direction. I just had this happen recently where one of my employees, she did something that she really thought was right. And it turned out with a negative financial impact. My message to her ever since then is, hey, you swung and you missed, right? But to swing and increase our batting average, we got to take swings. And I'm happy that you took a swing. We can reverse that and we can swing again, right? And then when we succeed, we celebrate that success. So... Moving into community setting, it's no different here either. Uh, for example, we just moved to a new town in August. We're the new people on the block. We're the new people on the street. Our direction is to be an integral part of our neighborhood, to really assimilate into the neighborhood and be leaders in this neighborhood. We understand what that looks like. We defined it that we need to meet other people in the neighborhood. Some of these people, we went and we knocked on their doors, introduced ourselves, our really close neighbors, right? We take their garbage cans up when they're uh, out of town. Uh, we do different things. We also know that there's an extended neighborhood that we want to be part of. 
So currently, my wife and I are in the initial stages of really developing a street party, a cult sack party, if you will. But that's what I mean by acting upon the world, people. It doesn't take a lot, but it can mean tremendous things in your lives, right? So don't allow the world to push you around. It can and it will, but only if you let it. So just kind of wrapping this up. To act upon the world, we need to use this framework or a similar framework. And it's really getting right inside your mind with the right mindset. It's setting your direction because if you don't know where you're starting, you don't know where you're going, you're lost. We need to define the movements that we're going to take. We're going to plan it out. And then finally, we're going to move upon the plan. So... We'll see you again here in two weeks in the Forge. We have Dr. John Ross on our upcoming episode. Uh, Dr. John Ross is a best-selling author. He is the creator of multiple certifications in the maintenance and reliability field. He's created, developed multiple training platforms. He's a consultant. He's also a friend and a personal mentor of mine. And John has a lot of great knowledge. And the, the things that we're going to be covering is investing in others and then identifying gaps and filling them. So I would really appreciate if you tune into that episode. And if you haven't heard the previous episodes of the Fire Forge Leader podcast, there's some really good ones in the chamber. So I would encourage you to go back and, and listen to those. We're going to keep on dropping at least every two weeks for the remainder of this year. We will increase that to every week in 2023. If you've liked what you've heard on this podcast, I suggest that you hit the subscribe button. Don't miss an episode, right? Also, if you could uh, leave me a rating and review, that really helps me grow in this field and keep these things uh, going. So, I would really appreciate your support on the podcast. So once again, thank you for tuning in today. And remember that words without actions are meaningless. So after the heat of the forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, cool it off, and put these new tools to use.